From Tally to Cali, it's time to wake up. Warchant.com is your ultimate seminal sports source. And this is Wake Up Warchant, presented by Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. One more, now here's Warchant.com's ass on Hunch of Andy and Corey Clark. What is up, everybody? It is Wake Up War Champ, presented by the Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. Coming up on today's show, the rest of the mailbag. Still got some football player president questions. It's going to be good fun. It's Friday. Let's all enjoy. Wake Up War Champ, presented by the Corner Pocket Bar and Grill, Tallahassee, Florida. Daily lunch specials in addition to their great nightlife and all the fun times that go on socially over at the Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. Friday's chicken strip basket, hand-breaded, served with a dipping sauce, or they'll go ahead and they'll toss in the sauce for you so it comes out perfectly seasoned. Comes with your choice of a side dish, straight fries, curly fries, onion rings, potato salad, broccoli side salad, tater tots, or freshly cooked potato chips. Check them on out. It's the Corner Pocket Barn Grill, 2475 Appalachia Parkway. Wake Up Warchant, also presented by Vitamin Energy, vitaminenergy.com, promo code WARCHAMPBOGO, B-O-G-O, Corey. Buried the lead yesterday, so our guy, I don't want to... I should probably let you talk about it, Corey. It's your it's your body. Um, but they gave us all that swag the other day, which I haven't. I, I'm going to pop up on the eight hours sleep probably on Sunday. So mm. I'll let you guys know about it like midweek next week how it goes. I'm sure it's going to taste delicious. Hopefully it'll knock me out. But in all that swag they gave us, headbands, bro. Like dry oh, fit headbands. Buddy, come on now. Yeah. Guys, Corey grinds in the gym. Mostly now because he takes vitamin energy. I can only imagine how this is going to take your game to the next level, being able to kind of keep the perspiration in check. I was even talking to the, uh, the the girl at the front desk where I worked out on Thursday because I came out of the, you know, of the area with my sweatband on. And I'm like, how cool do I look? And she just laughed and goes, oh, yeah, it's, it's so cool. It's cool to see that again. And I explained, I think I explained it on the show, like I've never worked out a lot without hair. Like this is the first time that which shows you like I went 10 years without working out or whatever it's been. So I'm used when I used to work out a lot. And even then it wasn't to this level. This is maniacal what I'm doing now. Um, I, my hair would catch the sweat, but when you're bald, ain't nothing catching the sweat. And I look so goofy in baseball hats. And plus, I don't know that you wear hats in gyms, although I see guys do it all the time when they're on the treadmill. So I'm like, you know what? I need something to catch the sweat. So I, I got myself a couple of cheap little headbands. I'm, I want the I want the I want the vitamin energy headbands, man. That's awesome. I just keep those bad boys coming because, trust me, man. I, it's pretty gross what I do, what those things feel like at the end of a workout. But it leap better in the headband than streaming down my face. Yeah. So it's like a, it's like a shirt sleeve almost. So it's good. You'll look oh, cool, right, man. You're gonna look man. super I'll, hip. Yeah, so. yeah. I feel like I'm gonna look cool. I'm yeah. excited about it. Kind look, of like a Lord of the Rings look. Yeah, I guess sure. Kind of around a campfire. Certainly. Figuring out which Lord one of, I'm going to kill. And Lord eat. of the Flies, you mean. Lord of, yes. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> Lord of the Rings. What? A hobbit feet or something over there, Corey? <laughs> yeah, my fault. Uh, look good, feel good. Take vitamin energy. Supports weight loss. Gives you seven or more hours of energy. It tastes great. It's so convenient to take along with you anywhere you go. Packing your lunch. And it acts really quickly. It's uh, got me pepped up for the show right now, everybody, in case you can't notice that. Warchamp BOGO. Warchamp B-O-G-O. Go to vitaminenergy.com. Put that promo code in. You will get one item free when you purchase anything over at vitaminenergy.com. Shake it and take it, y'all. Vitaminenergy.com. All right, Corey. uh, Let's get to a – we'll read this comment, then we'll get to a question or two. There's probably some other 
pertinent stuff we should talk about. Uh, you wrote some. Actually, let's talk about that for, first, Corey. So you broke down a little bit more of the Adam Fuller interview with Jeff Cameron and Tom mm-hmm. Lang uh, over on Wordchant.com. We obviously talked about Amari and Cooper, uh, Duke Cooper in some circles, going to be moving uh, from cornerback to safety, at least for spring. Dennis Briggs, full-time on the interior. Uh, he's got a new guy, though, to break in, and that's like on the coaching staff side of things. DB's coach, uh, Patrick Sertan. What did you kind of take away from, uh, I guess, maybe the process or some of the uh, you know, scouting report of Adam Fuller on his new DBs coach that he'll be working hand in hand with the make this defense take it up maybe a notch. Yeah, well, I thought it was interesting that you know uh, he was the one that kind of thought of Sertan. Hmm. Like, uh, you know, he 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 told Jeff he's like, look, we we came up with you know, uh, he, uh, Norvell came to him said, hey, give me a couple names you're thinking about. I'll give you a couple names I'm thinking about, and we'll get on with the with the search and the interview process. So I guess they had a list. And then as they started it, I guess Sertan came to mind because he had been, you know, Fuller recruited American Heritage. Everybody knew about Patrick Sertan. Um, he was with the Dolphins. Fuller knew the former defensive coordinator at the Dolphins, uh, Boyer. I don't know how he knew him. I should have looked that up, but I didn't. But I guess their paths have crossed because he called Boyer and asked him about Sertan. Obviously, he'd already met him because he had recruited kids from that school when he was the head coach at American Heritage. So I just thought that whole process was interesting, that it was kind of Norvell, it was kind of Fuller's idea. Norvell was like, yeah, man, that's a great thought. And then the whole interview process was hard because he was still with the Dolphins and they were going to the playoffs. So he said at least a couple of days, they both carved out like two or three hours in those days to just talk to each other, to see how they communicated, to see how they vibed. Um, to see how they connected. And then once that happened and Fuller realized, okay, I can certainly work with a personality like this, they uh, made the offer and made the hire. So I, I just thought the hiring process was, uh, I, uh, was, was pretty interesting, that the D.C., that Adam Fuller came to Norvell with that idea. Yeah, the only thing I would guess, I'm trying to juxtapose their bios by their side. I'm just thinking maybe when Fuller was up there in the Northeast, Boyer was a, an assistant with the Patriots for a minute from like 2006 to uh, 2018. So maybe oh. like he went and checked out their practices or something like that, or they came and talked to him or whatever. So maybe there's some crossover there. But yeah, Josh right. Boyer, uh, formerly the uh, Dolphins defensive coordinator. There's your uh, tie-in. So yeah. Well, and then good. also uh, Atkins, Jeff talked with Atkins on uh, Thursday. Hmm. Uh, Atkins breaking down what he's looking forward to. And I thought the interesting thing there was um, in that interview that's on our site, just like the Fuller, yes. um, the, the Fuller interview is on our site and on our YouTube channel at Warchant TV, um, that Atkins was talking about, you know, Jeff brought up the fact that maybe there's 12 different guys that could start. And he's like, yeah, that, I think that's a good number. And he brought up unsolicited. Well, Lucas Simmons was solicited because Jeff asked specifically about him. But unsolicited, he brought up Armella, Early, and Richardson mm. and said all those four young guys, along with Lucas Simmons, could all be in the mix. That's crazy. Uh, Richardson, that's a big surprise for me. Good, right. Good, though. And, good. He, and he also brought up the fact that he's like, look, man, in some of these guys, there's always one guy that comes back in the summer after the summer. And you're like, oh, okay, he's taking a big jump. And he mentioned Robert Scott being one of those guys that, you know, the, when he got here, he couldn't even do individual drills with Atkins because he was so – not physically ready, and then by what two week two or week three into his this, that first season he's starting. So he's like, "There's always a guy that'll make a jump that'll surprise you." But yeah, he brought up you know those four guys, uh, well three like I said, the three redshirt freshmen unsolicited, as that they might be really battling for a job, and if nothing else, they're getting a lot better because of the competition level has raised their game. And, and Atkins talked about that too. So that thought that was interesting too. So go read my story on that and go watch the interview. 
Yeah, Jalen Early is one of those interesting names because I think we were trying to kind of hedge or at least you know, kind of direct a question and an answer at some point with either with either Norvell or Atkins last year about young guys, namely Julian Armella, and it like quickly pivoted to Jalen Early. And I'm like, oh, yeah. all right. So that's a name that we probably don't talk about a lot. Uh, I, I saw somebody tweet us the other day about Bless Harris. Um, like, why are you guys not talking about him? I said, well, there's really nothing going on right now. But, I mean, he certainly was a guy that was practicing close to full speed, it felt like, for bowl prep. So unless yeah. he had some kind of setback, which we haven't been alerted about, uh, he's certainly going to be in the mix there at one of the tackle spots. So that's no, crazy. I mean, you think, think about, about that, everybody. 12. 12. Yeah. You only need five. And I don't think it's crazy. You, you think about Darius Washington, Maurice Smith, and Robert Scott are all guys that started last year. For all we know, like right now, Demetri Emanuel is on the roster. Mm-hmm. So that's four starters that returned from last year. Washington was you know plugged in as a starter, but he's basically a starter. He's a swing guy. That's four experienced guys coming back, plus Bless Harris, who had won the right tackle spot before he got hurt. So you have five, essentially five returning starters to go along with three kind of big time transfer guys with Roddick, Keandre Jones, and, and Jeremiah Byers. Uh, the, now you're at eight, eight guys who have played a lot of football, a lot of football. And then you, you, you got those four other guys. Now the odds are Lucas Simmons probably isn't going to start as a freshman just because they have a lot of options. But he's going to get a lot better just by osmosis, being around these guys and the competition level rising and seeing what it looks like. But I, you know, there is a chance that early Ar- Armel is definitely going to be in the battle for that spot. Um, early could maybe be in a battle for a guard spot, and then you know, you know, what what if Roddick moves to center or plays center because he's done that, and then you you maybe a guard spot opens up. But it, will Roddick even win the right guard spot because Demetri Emanuel is still here, or will he be a left guard? It, there's just a what's Darius Washington going to be? Mm-hmm. It is an awesome problem to have. Now we'll see what the roster looks like in May if one of these guys realizes, okay, it doesn't look like I might be playing this year. Mm-hmm. That's that's one of the risks. You you know the portal has been very good to Florida State, but you, you are going. There is going to be some uh, loss. Um, because there there will be writing on the wall where guys see, okay, I don't know that I'm going to be playing a lot in 2023. Let me go see if I can go play somewhere else. But for now, going into the spring, man, that is some great competition, man. That And that is the most important position on the football field besides quarterback. And even then, the quarterback can't function if you're terrible up front. So to have that kind of talent, that kind of experience, like well over 200 career starts. I don't know, man, maybe 300 for all I know. Uh, with these guys returning on the offensive line, plus talent behind them. That's, it's just a great, great place to be in for Florida State football. Who would have thunk it? Let me ask you this, along with our guy Bakari, Big B7034. We're not going in order, but this seems kind of like a natural transition. Wake up, morning gentlemen, Kari here. With the team being over the 85 scholarship limit, we know they have to let some folks go. Put on your Karnak the Magnificent costume like Johnny Carson and prognosticate who you think will be hitting the portal after this upcoming spring? As always, go Knowles. We don't like calling out names, but let's yeah. let's kind of keep Positions? it here at the offensive line. Yeah. So I don't want to name names, but you mentioned some of these guys being in the mix, uh, and then maybe you see writing on the wall that you're not going to be a starter, maybe not have as much playing time. Will it be that? Will it be from that kind of pool of guys that I don't we talked think about, it's or that will it, pool, will it right? be the like the Bryson Estes, Zane Herring, kind of that that second tier, maybe in terms of yeah. guys that have been here that haven't started yet? I would think the guys that have been here three years or so and have not started and don't look to be close to starting, th- those are the those are the guys you're looking at. I wouldn't think like an Armella or an early, who, you know, the, you're you're this is your second year and the guys that are in front of you are seniors. 
there will be spots for you next year. You know there will be spots Are for you. Are they next though? Year. We thought they probably thought Demetrius Emmanuel's going to Well, oh, hey Demetri man, Manuel, who knows Dylan anymore? Be gone and I, can just I think Byers is a true sophomore <laughs> according to new NCAA rules. Who knows? Maurice Smith is an incoming freshman. <laughs> right. Who who knows? Um but you you've got to think that there's going to be some graduation and some it, it, but just that's how it's always worked. So you if you're like let's say you're early and you don't get a chance, you don't win the starting job this year as a redshirt freshman, but you know the guy in front of you is a senior and is leaving. You could be like, okay, yeah, man, I'm going to go try to transfer to play somewhere else. There's no guarantee you're going to play. Or you stay here in this system with this coach, and you have a very good spot. You have a foot in the door, a foot in the program. Because it's not like if early, if Jalen Early goes to wherever, man, Southern Miss, there's no guarantee he's going to start there either. He has no connection with that program. He has a connection here with this program and this, and this coach. And you've got a foot in the door, which next year, when that position is gone, you're the first guy to slide up to it. Now, you might not win it, but you've got, I would think you've got a much better chance at, at starting at Florida State than you would at another Power 5 school that's a top 20-ish program. But you've got to be patient. You've got to be patient. You've got to get bigger. I mean, that's that's easy for me to say, covering a program that just willy-nilly takes guys out of the portal all the time that we're impatient. But still, I, I just think that's, I think the guys you think might leave are the guys that just see kind of the writing on the wall that, okay, this is my third year here. I have not made a dent here in this fourth spring. Um, I'm still second or third on the depth chart at best. And these young guys might've passed me and they keep portaling over me. Um, so I need to go try to find a, a, another another place to play. I, you know, there are some linemen on this football team, we're not naming names, that probably need to play at a lower level, a lower caliber. Um, this What Florida State is now, you know, there's some guys here that just kind of don't belong. With, but, I, and, but I don't think it's the young guys. I don't think it's those yeah. guys. It's certainly not the guys that Atkins mentioned. It feel, I feel like he thinks they have a future here. Curious to see if we'll be able to see Thomas Schrader out there practicing. He's another guy that there was a lot of kind of high hopes for that hasn't been able to stay healthy yeah. and get in the mix. So we'll see how it goes here. Spring football right around the corner. Here's a note, not really a question. This is Sun-Dried Minutes 13. We're going to read all of it, Corey. It's his first time. He's really stoked. Okay. Hey, fellas. Uh, wake up. Long-time listener, long-time Noel. I'm in Columbus, Georgia. 32. I work in cellular sales. I have to commute an hour twice a week, and even when I carpool with a friend who's a gator, I still make him listen to you guys. He actually died laughing after the Florida game when Corey said that Jordan Travis was running around like Bo Jackson. Um, okay. I don't remember saying that, but absolutely, <laughs> man. A right. uh, little bit long-winded post, so I'll save my question for next time. Oh, yeah, Columbus home of the Big Hurt and Tim Hudson. Mm, uh, some yeah. former Knowles, Jarman Fortson, Antoine Greenlee. Not a mm -hmm. great track record, I know. Uh, love hearing about Aslan's Tinder excursions and Corey's body transformation. Still waiting for the thirst trap, Corey. It's coming. Love you guys. Thank you so much for always making my day start off right. I listen to all the major FSU pods. You've turned into my favorite for about two years now. Uh, some can be a little too negative and agreeable, but still love them too. I'll find some time to meet you guys and buy you a round next time we're in the same venue. My most memorable FSU game was me and my father went to Clemson back in 2013. We did not realize how lucky we were to attend that game and watch uh, from the beginning the most special of seasons. Walking up to that stadium, an obnoxious fan kept telling me that we wouldn't know how to handle Vic Beasley. Vic Beasley. Mm. I had to hear about it for 15 minutes, and to see that pass to Kelvin on the second play <laughs> gave me the biggest dopamine rush ever. Remember to drink your DeLuna, download the Zaxby's app, get a big uh, Zach snack. Uh, Sun-dried minutes 13. Welcome to the Terror Dome, man. Welcome. Wait, welcome.
So very nice, very nice post. Also yeah. throw in uh, vitamin energy next time yes. and corner pocket. Yes. Throw, throw those bad boys in there too. But we got, uh, we got nothing but love for DeLuna and Zaxby's as well. As Everybody's Chris, part of the war champ family. You know yeah, what I mean? They're yeah. all, once you're in the family, you, you don't leave. It's like the mafia. They try you're to always leave. a part of the family. They always come back though. They try, yep. but they always come back. As uh, Quinn 67, wake up. Happy president's day week. Hope you celebrated with vitamin energy and ignored all the political information. Absolutely. That's how we roll. Well said. Uh, he is, uh, let's see here. He read about the proposed rule changes. He thinks college football morphing into the pro game with the clock rules is a mistake. The end of college football games offer better possibilities with less time than the pro game. Or maybe even more time than the pro game. Or is it less time, do we think? Because there's no two-minute warning, but the clock's stopping. I don't know. All right, I'm on. maybe I'm on the minority on this. People want to see the rules stay the way they are. He's got a question, though, Corey. What former FSU football player would make the best president of the United States? In spirit of the President's Day week, everybody. Mm. Thanks for keeping us entertained during the offseason. Go Knowles S. Quinn, 67, class of 93. I don't know if I should read his signature every time or if he types it out or if it's automated, but I just did it. There's FSU a few football that are player, in, president. There's a few that are in politics already. Um, yeah. I think Wayne Messam, isn't he the mayor of a town? And, I think he was for um, a minute. Corey Simon uh, just won a seat um, locally. Dion, uh, right? Dion, probably right question. Dion's right probably, yeah. I feel like he would he would bring the country together. Yeah, he's not right. polarizing at all. Everybody, You're fire. Is he every, fire? yeah, everybody loves Dion. I'm tr- man. I'm trying to think. Like I, um, I, I just always all, and I have no idea. There's no way this would ever happen. But I have just always loved Terrence Brooks. That dude, <laughs> just do, every yeah. time, every time I talk to that guy, just like he didn't, no filter. Um, but was was thoughtful and didn't care what he was saying. And this was back the time when Jimbo was the coach. Like, um, you know, Jimbo kind of ruled with an iron fist with the media. Like, he got onto Jameis in 2013 and punished him because when they came, when they played Nevada the second game of the year, there was a dude on Nevada that had a crazy mullet. And Jameis was asked what he knew about the Nevada kid, or the Nevada team. And he's like, well, I know they do this and this. Plus, they got that guy with an awesome mullet, man. Like, he was excited to talk about the mullet. And Jimbo thought he was making fun of the kid, so made him, so punished him afterwards. Mm. Terrence Brooks didn't care about any of that. <laughs> Terrence Brooks was going to be Ter- Terrence Brooks. Um, by the way, I think he's a coach. He just got a job as a coach somewhere. So, uh, a high school coach. So, I'll good for him. He's probably going to go that route and not, not maybe politics. I know Willie always said Jaden would be. Mm. But does he count because he's not? Once an old, always an old, Corey. Come on, man. Them the rules. Them the I rules. don't know Myron Roll enough. Mm. He seems like the natural. I mean, you, there. How many? How many all American high school football players? I'm. I don't. I don't follow that trap that everybody did when they're writing about him. Former all American Florida State safety. It's like, man, Myron Roll was not an all American here, gang. He he was not. He was a pretty decent safety, but he was not an all American. What what list are you looking at? But anyway, um, how many former number two players in the United States in football become a neurosurgeon? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a crazy story. I think the country maybe could rally behind it. Clearly, he's intelligent. He also, um, you know, so he's a scientist and a football player. I feel like, again, you're bringing both worlds together, baby. That sounds like a unifier to me. I'm sure someone's yelling, Dylan Gibbons, a little too polished. I need some skeletons and closets. I need to know. I think Chris oh. Casher's my dark horse. Just oh, I think he'll always, you know, he'll just call out people in a debate. But that's straight up bull, <laughs> you know. So 
Oh, are we cussing now? <laughs> every now and then we'll throw a little mint. I'll throw a little. <laughs> okay. I'll bring the heater out every now and then. We're Chris Casher, huh? Well, you win, Aslan. I wasn't going. I didn't. That, for some reason, his name didn't pop to mind. Oh man, there's got to be somebody out there who's just staring us in the face that we're. Uh, I mean, work done, right? I mean, work done would heal the nation, man. I mean, just wrap his loving arms around all of us. He build houses for everybody. It'd be great. Yeah, no, that's a good one too. He's done a lot of great stuff off the uh, off the field. Was good on the field, but again, off the field has a great. Uh, you know, his or not great. It's tragic, but he has a tragic origin story. Um, that look what he's done with all his life since then. Man, look, Leroy Butler, Anquan Bolden, they've had a bunch of men, NFL men of the years. Um, so any of those guys, throw any of those guys out there. It's hard to just single out one. All Who right, on uh, this team? Oh, okay. Maybe that's a better question. Can I Charlton? Robert Scott, oh, yeah, maybe? Yeah. Robert Scott's a good one. Yeah. Just keep it real. Uh, there was somebody else that was all was on my all-interview team here recently. Escapes me though, but yeah, Robert Scott would just be totally lovable, right? Like he, yeah, yeah all people that I like, come on, man, just say, you know, it's all right. It's and politics. also, like he gets some of the meanness out of politics. Yeah. yeah, like somebody would say, "What do you think about so and so calling you a clown?" He's like, "Oh man, we <laughs> can't we just what what who cares, right?" He's just being funny. I, I am funny. I am kind of you know he, he would just take it well. He wouldn't yeah. he wouldn't lash out. I think people could get behind that. Yeah, and like he, you would see him at the State of the Union, like shaking people's hands, and he would shake that senator's hand and be like, "I know you said that about me. I know you said that about me." But he'll, yeah, you know, yeah, but he'd he, whisper it. Nobody yeah, else he'd strike could see. the fear in him, and he'd, he'd yeah. let him know, put him in line. Noel fan six two four, wake up! I know some fans are afraid to let themselves go all in for twenty twenty three and what it could hold, uh, but I've decided I'm going to embrace the expectation and let myself dream the big dream. Why not? I've started too many of the last few years, absolutely devoid of hope. We deserve it. Absolutely. Yeah. Question, if you could sit down and have a beer with any coach, Florida State or otherwise, and ask a question they had to answer truthfully, who would you choose and what would you ask? Thanks for all the content and go Knowles. Vincent. So he said Florida State or otherwise? Anybody. I mean, you want to talk let's to, just, let's want to ask Pete Carroll? State. You want to ask Pete yeah. Carroll why he didn't hand the ball to Marshawn? You want to ask Bill Belichick why he suspended Malcolm Butler before Super Bowl? Um, let's keep it to the f- current Florida State uh, athletic department. Oh, I was, I, man, meat. I want to talk. I know it's not current, but man, I mm. meat's up there. I just, that's what, how are you? That's all I want to ask. Like, how are you, man? Um, I, I would ask him, like, what are you doing? What are you going to do? Because he's still a young man, a, a yeah. young, relatively young, yeah. and he loves baseball. Baseball's been his whole life. Um, what is he? What is the next step? Like he still had to get paid through this year, so he's not rushing to make go go get a job. But he won't just be an unemployed former baseball coach his whole life. So I I genuinely uh, I genuinely wonder and am quite interested because I had a good relationship with Meat. Um, yeah. What what he will end up doing with his life because he's got another chapter, right? Um, it didn't work so. out here, yeah. but he can you know he can go do some good things and have a good life somewhere else yeah he wasn't some... a, he wasn't a failure here i mean he's gonna get he should he deserves a shot somewhere else you know just hope he doesn't cross paths with us in omaha at some point well wouldn't that be something gosh if he's <laughs> coaching southern miss and they beat florida state in the championship game <laughs> at omaha oh man um anybody anybody in particular you think there Corey? is uh you want to talk to stan jones and be like so like what's really going on do you want to ask ham like ham are you gonna is this it like you're gonna hang i don't up? think stan we'll drinks back? uh okay I, sorry I, I want somebody that's gonna go have some fun with well, i don't even know who i don't know who would do that i was the first name that came to my mind was papuchas 
Okay, yeah. He just seems like a fun yeah. guy to hang out with. Like, he, he'll keep it real. Like, he keeps it real even in, like, interview settings. Yeah. Plus, he always tells you that's a great question. And I like that positive affirmation. Um, he, he, he's really good about saying that's a great question, even if it's, like, it's either a verbal tick or it's what he says when he doesn't think it's a great question. <laughs> and it's, like, a joke he plays with himself. But either way, I, I like Papuchas. Also, yeah, Leonard. Um, I would love to talk to Leonard uh, and probably could after this season. Just about where where it went wrong, what what went wrong, and uh, when did he know it was wrong? When did he know something had fundamentally changed in his in his program? The NFL that's season. not fun over a beer, is it? Well, I mean, you see, I mean, I want answers, man. I want yeah, answers. Yep, I hear you, buddy. You know, I just want to have a good time. I want to talk about the good old days. That's why I would want Leonard. I would want to talk about the good old days and the game against Louisville and beating Carolina for the ACC tournament title and. Uh, snare shot against Duke. I would want to go down memory lane with him. I think that would be fun. Yeah, see, like, you would want to ask Norvell, like, you know, what were you feeling? I don't know, like an LSU game. Like, the, you know, what was the feeling like when you first, like when you saw Shaheen break through? I think we might have asked him that. Like, I would want to be like, how did you sleep the night after the Jacksonville State game? Like, did you? Yeah. Um, see, again, like, you're did not your wife, hang. Did, you, did your wife welcome you home? Like, or did she already go to sleep? Because right. she was like, she I don't, you know, like black roses at the door. Yeah, you know. um, yeah. You see, you're not a fun hang though. You're all, you're bringing up the bad stuff. <laughs> These are gonna be bad. I want to bring up. I want to, you know, when I'm drinking, I want to have a good time. These are what people want the answers to, joking. though. You know, well, like, that's not what the framing of this question was. Well, if I'm having a beer with someone, right. I want to have a good time. But yeah, I, I guess I kind of do understand the premise of the question, and I, I went a different direction. Well, that's fine. The NFL season has come to an end, but over at MyBookie, the opportunities to win don't stop. They've got a casino, futures, NBA odds, playoff, and I think they might even have the XFL up on there if you're into that kind of stuff. Whether you bet to earn or to make the games more exciting, MyBookie gives you the most for your money with their redesigned deposit bonus. Go to MyBookie.ag, promo code WARCHANT, claim a bonus. Again, promo code WARCHANT, get a deposit bonus that gives you extra funds to play with. All the way up to $2,000 they'll match at some point there. Uh, Jake Paul fight is still curious to me, Corey. Six and a half rounds, the over-under. Hmm. I think the under. I don't know. I'm, I'm really nervous that Jake Paul's going to win, and just we're never going to get rid of this guy. But yeah. shout out to him for you know training and being a capable boxer, apparently. Is there anything out there? I don't know. We talked. Uh, we have major league odds. We've got some major league odds here. We're going to look at the World Series odds to win it. You guys got Snitaker locked up for a little bit longer. Uh, let's see what the odds are for the Bravos. Snicker, Snicker sorry. Nine, yeah. nine to 1. 9-1 odds, Corey, on the Bravos. Pretty good odds. It's pretty good odds. They're still a good team. They got unlucky in October last year, but they're they a pretty good team, I think. You can bet anything, anytime, anywhere over at mybookie.ag, but use that promo code WORDCHANT. Help yourself out. That's what you got to do. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Noel Boyo 2. Hey, Aslan and Corey. Wake up. If you could make a Mount Rushmore of the most loved FSU football f uh, players or figures, he says, football figures, who would be on it? Who would be on the most hated college football figures by FSU fans, Mount Rushmore? Uh, I, will, I will start with the most loved, Corey. I won't be the hater and start oh, with the okay. hate. Oh, okay. That's a surprise. <laughs> 
Bobby, Charlie, Warwick, Odell. I would say Bobby, Charlie, Warwick, and maybe the other Warwick. Mm. Maybe both Warwicks are up there. Or Mickey. Mickey's pretty beloved. Yeah, that's um, why, yeah. I'd take him over Odell, even though Odell's Ooh. still here. And Odell was a player. I still think Mickey, you know, he, I think he's pretty beloved. And um, that time, you know, the dynasty, he was so instrumental in that that wonderful part of our lives. I Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. I, I would, Ward and Warwick for sure, Bobby for sure. That fourth one I think is uh, up for debate. You could go a number of different routes. I think I'd swap out Charlie for P Dub. Sacrilegious oh, no, some corner. Yeah, that is. I, what are you what are we doing here? Uh I get it. Hey, you know what? You're allowed to have your opinion. As wrong as it might be. Most hated, he's got Tebow, Urban, Spurrier, and Sebastian the Ibis. That's a good one. Who is the Miami guy? Is it Shockey? Like, is there a Miami player that kind of Lamar encapsulates everybody's hate for that program? I don't think so, man. Like, I was saying Lamar Thomas, but that's the thing that's in his, his no. current gig as being like a radio guy. But as a player, there wasn't a lot of, like, ill will. Um, I don't know, Carlos Huerta? I mean, the fact that they had a kicker, that was rude. You know? Well, that was, yeah. Yeah, he kept rude. drilling them, too. Um, Where's Dabo? Dabo's not on here? Again, this just goes, speaks to the whole, like, I just can't get the cl- – I mean, I get it, but, like, it's just a different level of – uh, animosity between the in-state schools and then Clemson. Like, there's I would no definitely mention. say Tebow and Spurrier for sure. Those are no-brainers, I think. Um, and Tebow, it wasn't like he did anything wrong other than always beat Florida State. It was, it was the media attention on him that made everybody so sick of him. Uh, and that's kind of not his fault, but, you know, it kind of is too. But I think that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Spurrier was just a jerk. Tebow never said any arrogant, jerkish things about Florida State like Spurrier did. Um, he just, you know, he was on our TVs all the time, and we were being told that we'd be lucky if he married our daughters. Um, literally, Tom Brenneman said that. Tom Brenneman said some other things more famously <laughs> since the Tebow comment. Yeah, you that's can Google a long that, fly ball, the deep center. <laughs> Good oh. grief. Um, so, yeah, I would... I don't. There's not really the Miami guy, right? I think there Shockey or Kellen Winslow Jr. Mm. Ooh, mm. Kellen Winslow, man. I'm a mm. soldier. Yeah, he was really, really despised. But since then, they've been so insignificant. The last 20 years, it's hard to put put somebody in there. Dabo might be a not be a bad example. Is there somebody the North Carolina kicker? That's what I was gonna say. Would you go North Carolina kicker or Bradley Chubb as like the Ooh. dark horse? Chubb probably because at least we know his name. I don't even remember that kicker's name. <laughs> Just the idiot that ran That's around. That's worse, though. At least Bradley Chubb was like a first-round pick, you know. But, this... but I'm saying for the premise of this question, yeah. who's on the Mount Rushmore, we all know Bradley Chubb's name. Right. It's spitting at midfield or whatever he did. Yeah, he spit, um, spit on the logo. Anybody? Yeah, I don't know if there's there, – there's North got to be some guys a from kicker, other schools. though. Like a kicker to have the audacity to do that to us. Oh, like, I'm with dare you, man. you, I'm with you. How dare you? All right, moving along. Uh, Grumpy BK, wake the hell up. We need some off-season juice or vitamin energy around here. Speaking of juice, who are the projected starters do you think would best benefit from a significant off-season of Body by Storms a la transformations? And do you think this is finally the year that we've conditioned our players to a level where the quantity of injuries is reduced year over year? 
That I don't know. I don't know how much like soft tissue stuff they've dealt with, how much of that is poorly conditioned. I don't know how much of that's on the strength and conditioning staff. Like, you know, bicep tear, how much of that is, you know, on Storms and company. I, I can't speak to that, so I'm not going to cast any aspersions or stones in that direction. Um, man, he's he's really good. He's, he's part of the plans. He's a starter, left tackle. Yeah. He's been there forever. But, man, it would be nice to see some kind of – I just don't know if Robert Scott's ever going to look like that, though. But I, it would be nice to have him look like Larry Allen, you know. But, you know. <laughs> sure. It would be nice for all, a lot of guys to look a, a certain kind of way. But, um, I don't know, maybe somebody – Josh Farmer's already kind of there. Fabian's got a different kind of look. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Somebody – Pat Payton? I mean, I just – I think for me to, to fall in love with Patrick Payton the way everybody else has – like I need to see some kind of tonality on his body. Just he looks very just mid, but he performs out of his mind. So uh, my, my pleasing eye, wandering eye, wants to see a defensive end with a little more definition and cut. Yeah, on his body. I think but, that's that, I think that's my answer too. Uh, now he was good as a, a tr- true freshman. He wasn't dominant, but he was good. Um, but if he's going to get dominant, he he can't have that body type. He's got to be what 15, 20 pounds bigger. Yeah. Um, and try to keep most or all or get faster. Some guys get muscular, get more muscle and get faster. Um, and that's what he needs to do. He needs to transform his body even more um, and look like an NFL. Like, look, he just doesn't look like an NFL defensive end, right? The other dude does. Yes. Patrick Payton does not. But he can get there. I mean, again, he was, what, 19 or 20 years old. Body's changed. So, uh, yeah, I think, I, to me, I think that's the one, right? I, I don't think of anybody else that I – that I looked at the the line, sure, like, but that's all of them. Like Maurice Smith can get still right. get bigger. Yeah. Armella, all those guys, the the guys we talked about earlier in the show, the the red shirt freshman can all certainly get bigger. Lucas Simmons needs to get bigger. Um, by the way, sneaky choice here. I know I'm talking to the wrong person to throw this out there. What about Jimbo on that Mount Rushmore of uh, not not the one you'd put him on? Hated, hated. Um, I. I understand it. I mean, I've, I've heard everybody for five years now, but like, he kind of helped you win a national champion. I don't know. I, I wouldn't be but don't surprised. Don't you think like, if listen, you asked, if we put a poll out there and he was on, if he was one of the top four, if we had like 10 people listed there, North Carolina kicker, Bradley Chubb, uh, yeah. Urban, if we had 10 people listed and, and Jimbo was in the top four, I would be disappointed, but not surprised. Right. I think it'd be close, right? Yes. And also, I wonder if you ask Florida fans about Urban and he won them two national titles. I think they're still mad about that. Like, look what their program has been since he left. Yeah. Like, it, it, it has been nothing. They won two championships in three years and were number one in the country when they lost uh, in 09. And then since then, it's just been a bunch of meh. Mm. For a decade and a half, we're coming up on now. So I can see how they would be um, still pretty irate with, with just that he left to go do what he did, and then two years later, he's coaching Ohio State. Like, that probably really still ticks them off. I bet he'd be on. Some would have him on the Mount Rushmore of the good. Well, no, I don't think anybody would. He's such a bad dude. But th- some of those Florida fans would have him on the on the Mount Rushmore of evil. And I think some Florida State fans still are really upset with Jimbo um, for, you know, the last five years. But we're out of it now. We've, if, we've spun out of the we, – we're, we've straightened out of the spin. Would you feel more confident that Jimbo would be on the hated list if he had won a national title at Texas A&M? Because I wonder how much of Urban leaving you, a Florida fan, and goes to Ohio State and wins a national title up there and then makes them a juggernaut, how much of that hurts? Yeah, I think clearly so Jimbo hasn't done any of that. There is no doubting, none. Urban Meyer might be the second best college football coach of all time. Like, he's incredible. 
Uh, I mean, let's he, put him in the top ten. I don't know about second. I mean, when you think about the parity in college football today, and he won, you know, he went and won two at Florida, and then won one Ohio State. They were always in the top five. Every team he had, he, he went undefeated at Utah. He was really good at bowling. Like he's just really good as a college football coach. Um, so what was that? Oh, so but I so Florida fans, I think, yeah, are mad about that. Like they know if he would have stayed. Florida, pro, I mean, you know, that locker room was a mess, but he, he rebounded at Ohio State. They had, a, they had one of the best coaches in America. I don't know that Florida State fans now looking in 2023 at what's going on in College Station feel like, man, if he'd have stayed, we'd have one of the best coaches in America. Just because clearly he's not. I mean, he, I don't know, he's top 30, I guess. But you didn't lose your Nick Saban. Yeah. I think Florida fans feel like they lost their Nick Saban. Yeah. Which they're probably wrong because it's, his culture in his locker room was a complete mess, and his last year was just a cluster. Um, and then he quit again. He quit on him, came back, quit again. His heart clearly wasn't in it. But yeah, man, I think I think Urban is better than Jimbo as a college football coach. Oh, I, absolutely. You know what yeah. I mean? I think oh. he's he's one of the best that's ever done it. I don't know that J- we would classify Jimbo as one of the best that's ever done it. Yeah. I wonder why Ohio State didn't fall into the tank. Like it's Ryan Day, just you know, was the culture? Did he learn lessons? I don't know. Maybe some yeah. Buckeye show talks about it. Uh, Marlon Joker, Gur Arye. Uh, I'm going to call you Marlon, Marlon. Howdy, gents. Wake up. Marlon from Miami. How does Coach Norvell avoid this year's team becoming UNC basketball, whom returned all their starters from a team that was four points away from winning the national yeah. championship and now is on the bubble? So that UNC, it's crazy. They're on the wrong side of the bubble right yeah. now. They they won uh, on Wednesday night at Notre Dame. Gutty they win. Scored, they scored 19 <laughs> points in the first half. I know. And still came back and won barely against a horrible Notre Dame team. Um, that's the, one of the worst defenses. I mean, that's crazy what's going on there. I think the difference is th- that North Carolina team got to a Final Four. That North Carolina team got to a championship game. That North Carolina team will always be remembered. You you think about Choking, beating Coach L- K. L- L- no, no, the not that. I'm not talking about championship the championship game. Not I the mean. championship. I'm talking about you beat Coach K in his final game at Cameron when everybody there was there to celebrate uh, for that one last win over North Carolina, you went in there and spoiled that party, which is unbelievable. (laughs) North Carolina fans will remember that forever. Then you beat him in his last game in the final four. Like that's not as good as a championship, but it's close. close. Like the 2022 North Carolina basketball team that kind of came out of nowhere. They weren't great for that. Much of that season. They will always be forever remembered fondly. And they accomplished quite a bit. Because, I mean, those two things make that North Carolina team stand out over every other North Carolina team that's probably ever been except for the national championship ones. This Florida State team, as much as we loved what they did and got us back to watching good football again, it ain't in the top 20 all-time Florida State teams. It didn't get to a New Year's Bowl game. It didn't really come all that close to winning the ACC. So they have not accomplished much. But I get the I get the sentiment, and it it is one of my concerns. Is I I like North Carolina team. They did accomplish something. They didn't win the ultimate championship, but they did great things. But they cert they certainly treated this season as if they were already the kings. I would really hope and pray that Norvell has a culture in place where this team can't think that, because they haven't. Even Adam Fuller, when he was talking to Jeff the other day, was like, "I don't want these guys." These guys know they've been there, but I don't want to. I don't want to say that because that you know I know what he was saying. He didn't. He didn't elaborate on the thought, but he didn't want them to think that they've been there. Like we because they haven't accomplished a whole lot. Like we've talked about, ten wins is awesome, 
but they made it to the cheese at bowl and beat a six and six Oklahoma team. Like that's not the coma. That's not the mountaintop man. And especially at Florida state. And I do hope these guys realize that. Yeah, that how, is a much, concern, though, right? Well, how much of them feeling good is because they exceeded expectations? Like, expectations last year were so low for them. Like, they're not so much celebrating the fact that, like, 10 wins is some sort of huge crowning achievement, but I think it's like, no one gave us a shot. We believe in ourselves. Look at what we accomplished. And then now that bar has been raised. So it's it's not so much, like, the intrinsic stuff inside them. It's It's chasing that goal. And now the goal, now the expectation is – Win this conference, make it into a yeah. playoff. So, like, they're, I think they will rise. They, I mean, they will, they will aim for the highest sort of target they possibly can have. You hear Norvell talk about, I don't want to put any limits on this team. I think so much of what that made them feel good was like, yeah, man, no one gave us a shot. Look, we believe in ourselves. Look how far we came along. Now it's, it's not going to be like we're going to coast off of that. Now it's like, all right, what's next? All right, now we got to start winning championships, like legit championships. So, I think that's, that's the goal for them. And, we think there's obviously a really talented quarterback, which is the most important thing when it comes to the mix of having players. Yeah. And there's enough guys that are going to hold each other accountable. Uh, and, and there's enough remaining from last year to push it even further and, and instill it. So Yeah, and I, and I think, man, not to get into the weeds or get very specific on an, another sport, but North Carolina lost their best shooter. Like, that was not taken into account. Brady Manick, the big white kid that transferred yeah. from Oklahoma, actually played with Trey Young in Oklahoma for a year. He was a drop. He was a marksman. It's six ten or whatever he was. Especially in the and tournament, the, he was stone cold. I mean, it was crazy. It was, it was like he turned into uh, Larry Bird. Uh, and I because the Larry both white Bird? gang. Why Larry yeah, Bird? I, I could have said Ray Allen. I, I you know I could have said Steph Curry. So for some reason, I said Larry Bird. I, who knows? Um, but so they lost a real component. Uh, their best shooter in North Carolina cannot shoot at all. That was a huge loss. Um, Florida State didn't lose anybody like that, right? Like, Johnny Wilson, you know, Trey Benson, those guys came back. Jordan Travis, obviously. So, all the guys that were the reason you won 10 games, on offense anyway, almost all of them are back. Um, and Pokey's not back, but you got to feel like you can fill that hole. That's not a Brady Manic you're trying to replace. Pokey, love you. Hope you have a career in the NFL, man. But you've got guys on your team that can do what he did. North Carolina had nobody, clearly, that can shoot like Manic could. And, uh, yeah, so they, they felt the brunt of it. But what are you going to do? Hey, by the way, speaking of North Carolina, they, that's Florida State's last home game of the year. Hey, speaking Senior of which, day. Uh, our guy Eric in Tallahassee now says that he will be at the final home game Monday night against North Carolina. Uh, Is it Monday? He, I think it's Wednesday. Okay, well, the Post said Monday. I'll go oh, okay. with you. It might be Wednesday. Uh, it could be Monday. Who knows? He reminisces that he used to go to the mall and play video games uh, with his buddies in Cincinnati uh, on President's Day. Uh, but he's focused on Knowles baseball and their impressive start and uh, spring football being right around the corner, uh, and he wants to see an upset when he does go watch the final home game against North Carolina. Hit the thumbs up, subscribe to War Chant on three, and the YouTube channel, he says. Uh, how about Coach Link Jarrett and the Knowles heading on the road to Fort Worth to take on TCU, Corey? Mm -hmm. Says he anticipates like a super regional type atmosphere and you know battle between two teams. I like it, man. I mean, I, I know he's early on here in the – his reign, his era. Uh, but this first year, I like going on the road, playing a really talented team, uh, and kind of, you know, reassessing where you're at. Uh, because we didn't, you know, James Madison, James Madison. I think going to Jacksonville and beating Jacksonville the way you did, that was a good win. He felt really good about it. Called them a regional team for last year. He's like, hey, you might not want to use that kind of barometer, but they were a regional team last year, and we went and handled business. 
really kind of excited to see what they'll look like against a TCU team. Because if, man, they win this series, they'll be ranked and uh, we'll be on our way to feeling really good about their chances this season, I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, that's a, that's a tough place to play. It's a young team. You've got guys in roles. You know, Bo Meister's never started on the road in a place like that. Neither is Montgomery. And it sounds like um, Montgomery's getting knocked down to Sunday. Everybody else moving up, I think. So, Bo oh, Meister, okay. I'm thinking Friday mm-hmm. and then Jamie Arnold Saturday. He mentioned something about knocking Carson to Sunday. So Okay. All right. Well, so either way, though, they're going to be making starts that, you know, Crowell's pitched in environments like that, and he'll probably be pitched. He'll probably be used twice in the series, I would think. But, yeah, it, it's a, just a good litmus test overall. It does, what, as we clearly know, having watched Florida State baseball for the last 40 years, be, winning games in February and March and April just don't matter, and nobody really cares. Uh, but it's a great – because there's a – you know, this team will probably make the tournament, right? But yeah, I don't foresee them being good enough to hosting a super regional. I don't either. Yeah. They'll, they'll probably if they win a regional, they'll whether it's at home or on the road, they'll be on the road again for a super regional. This is a great early season test just to get used to it. There's so many guys in that dugout that have never been on the road in an environment like that. Like at Jacksonville, oh, there's a thousand people there. Half of them are Florida State fans. No, this is a real environment, and it's good for them. It's more than anything else. I think that's the best thing for them to get used to an environment atmosphere like that. And to see a quality, obviously quality competition really helps too, but they're going to see plenty of that in the ACC. They won't see plenty of crowds like this though. Mm. All right. Uh, this, uh, this is the last one, I think. Uh, All right. Our we guy, the walking game. Nolo one. And he posted this before the show yesterday. So uh, he was excited to see. Oh, so he, he did. He edited it. Uh, excited. Well, maybe he didn't. Excited to see Duke Cooper move to safety. Aslan, was that the guy you were referring to the other day that you didn't name? Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, I know you both laughed, but I think you can admit Shaheem Brown needs to add at least 10 pounds. Thanks, guys. I don't know, man. Shaheem's 6'2", 205. I'm okay with that. What I wouldn't Jamie? be mad I mean, if, he, if he gained 10 pounds, but I'm, I don't think it's... Well, I'd be, I would if it cost him some speed. Um, I don't think you need to be... I mean, it would be, yeah, ideal if you want to have this super freak. Yeah, you'd want a 220-pound, 6'2 kid that could run. I don't think Jamie was more than that and jamie oh, played that no. position just fine um but yeah i mean he look whether he puts on seven pounds 12 pounds i'm not good i don't know the physiques well enough to know what he needs he obviously needs to get bigger better and stronger uh, because all of them do but i will say this adam fuller had a really eye-opening quote about our man shaheem when he talked to jeff on wednesday he said he he thought he would be one of the impact players in the nation well, there you go. Two-star. A guy that was a two-star that I think maybe got bumped up to a three-star. So Just throwing that out there, gang. He said he, he he just has that mindset and the physical ability to be one to be an impact player in the nation. And that's not really – I know you could say that's not really the type of coach speak we're used to from Adam Fuller. He doesn't go – I mean, he, he doesn't praise that much. He doesn't, no. He's very that, guarded. That that to me was eye opening. Like, okay, they're expecting him to be like he might be the guy that we're asking next November and December. Are you going to go pro or not? And he'll be like, Are you crazy? Of course I'm going pro. Did you watch me this year? He could be one of those guys because again, he's got he's got the mindset, man. I've I've told that story before, but the way he talks to the offense, even as an unproven redshirt freshman that he was doing in Jacksonville last year, was I was like, man, okay, this guy certainly believes in himself. He really believes in himself. He backed it up in practice. He got on the field. He made a couple of crucial plays 
obviously, for that football team last year. So he's got some confidence. He's played a lot of football. He was the dude two falls ago that was intercepting a pass or two every game. So he's got instincts as well. Um, it'll be him being a full-time starter and getting 700 snaps. It'll be interesting to see what kind of havoc he can wreak because he might be the real deal. His his DC certainly seems to think so because he just put a lot of a lot of weight on that guy's shoulders by yeah. saying he could be an imp- he should be an impact player in the nation. Dang! All right, I'm stoked. Yeah, dream the big dream, everybody. Stop being all guarded, Marlon. Shaheen the dream. Yeah. We already got the nickname for him, the dream. Lighten up, Marlon. Then no no UNC DNA down here. It'll be fine. It's gonna work out. All right, that's a wrap for us. We did it. Three shows in a week. We'll do it again next week. Maybe we'll have four shows. Maybe we'll have five shows. We'll definitely have and a show the for the week after that. It's going to be, it's gonna, yeah. they're going to be fast and furious, except mm-hmm. for the week where I'm, well, it won't be a week. It'll be a weekend. So we'll probably have a lot of shows that week when I'm on the cruise. Uh, you go on a cruise during spring football? Come on. What's wrong it's with their, you? It's their, it's their week off. Buddy. Oh, okay. They got spring right. break. So okay. it's their spring break and it's daddy's spring break too. Nice. Nice. Yep. They haven't released the times though, but it's going to be evening, which is kind of a bummer. We've come around to this morning thing. It hasn't been. Oh, they're going to be evening practice. I would think so. They, that's how he does in the spring because he, he wants to let uh, coaches and players come visit and watch practice. That was his whole oh, thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. Well, that's something. <laughs> it is something. Uh, Florida State's games with TCU, I think, will be on like the ESPN3 app if you want to tune in. But we'll have threads going on over on the baseball forum. Uh, and we'll have content getting you ready for spring football. It is right around the corner. In the meantime, though, check out the Jeff Cameron Show, 1 to 3 o'clock on 93.3 FM, as well as YouTube, War Chant TV. Subscribe to that. Hit the thumbs up. Five-star rating and review. For Corey, I'm Aslan. Thanks again for listening to another week of Wake Up War Chant, presented by the Corner Pocket Bar and Grill.